but yeah, like that whole that whole situation, I actually haven't uh talked about how that how that started. Uh, to be honest, you're actually the first person. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. There we go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle podcast. I'm with one and only Langston Bristol. Um, I was like, oh, I've got to make sure I get his name right, but Langston Bristol came through. Uh, got... Some brand new music in 2023 dropped. Obviously, single "The Float" and "My Own Lane" featuring Logic also came out. Um, yeah, man, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You've been doing some amazing things. Um, you're not only just a rapper; you're also uh, someone who produces. You play instruments. You do R and B. So, you for for anyone who's not sure, the skill set that you bring is pretty unique especially into the world of music being able to to blend and being able to do multiple things but but yeah man absolute pleasure bro it's an honor for real i just noticed how comfy your chair looks bro it is really (laughs) comfortable you got the the library chair dude that's like that one that's in the corner (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh it literally it's in the corner of my room and i was like you know what i never sat on it and when i ordered it I was like, please be comfortable. I actually ordered two chairs because I thought the oh. other chair would make up the room better. But I ended up going with this one because literally, yeah, it is very comfortable. Um, so if you're ever around, you can grab a seat in it. Right. <laughs> I got the little office chair. <laughs> the one that like changes uh, height and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, those chairs, they get uncomfortable. It's so weird. There are some like ergonomic chairs that are like weirdly uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why, but I'm like, why is this doesn't feel good for my back? Like, they're just, I don't know why they make chairs like that. That is true. Finding a good seat for the, like, I've never, I, I haven't really, I got like the most basic ones you can find from my studio always, but I probably should like get one that like massages me <laughs> while I'm playing guitar. <laughs> I should probably get one that got like hands. It's just like, <laughs> I need to get a good one. Yeah. Well, do you find that like when you've been sitting for a long time, like, you just get up and your back is like, oh, fuck, like I need to walk around. I always find that I need to go for a walk, like to to stand up straight, I struggle. Yes, because like, um, I mean, oftentimes when I'm playing, like my piano's right here and my, like when I got my guitars, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even leaned support, you know, like the back support, I'm not even fully leaned back. I'm like hunched over a lot of times. So like sometimes after a while, I'm just like, oh God, I need to go outside check the mail it's not even any mail i just need to go <laughs> go yeah. and just go outside and do something yeah, yeah. i like to go to just like sure. the the fridge or the cupboard just to like i'm not hungry i'm not doing anything i just need to stand up i need to stretch my legs but if the weather is good i'm always going outside going for a walk like i don't know i feel so much better moving my legs and just yeah like i just feel horrible if i'm inside all day no i feel you because like here's the thing too like 
when I'm creating, um, a lot of times the way I do it is really uh free range anyway. Like I, I'll be I'll be watching YouTube or uh while I'm creating or I'll be like watching a show at the same time. Sometimes I'll get up and do something else, go back and forth. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like I end up kind of moving around a lot. And also I'm like hella excited too. Sometimes I'm creating, I stand up, I'm like moving like so I actually do kind of move a lot while I'm doing it. It's a kind of weird while we're talking about it. It makes me think about it because it's like a natural thing. You don't really pay attention to your nature. But I, I kind of do get up and move a lot. But it depends on what it is. If I'm trying to get a riff down fat, it's like hard. I'm like trying to figure it out. <laughs> so do you find when you're collaborating with people that they are like, how do you do this, man? How do you have so many different things on? Or like, how does that work? Are you just... Have you always been able to to focus while other things have been happening? Huh. When you say that, we, ex- like you say for that, me, I, if I'm like creating, um, like if I'm creating, I can't have other noise. Like I need to be focused. Like I need uh, to not be distracted. And so it's interesting you know, that, that like you can have something on and then but be able to focus and let the creativity happen even though there's stuff going around i know what you're trying to say now it's not um it's not simultaneous it's more like um bouncing back and forth you know what i'm saying so like and it's not like rep repetitive like really frequent it'll be like increments like i'll be working for like 40 minutes go back to watching some random thing go back work another 20 minutes or something like go back i might do that but like also having people in the room i i usually don't like to have people in the room i like to be in my own like realm you know what i'm saying while i'm like recording and stuff because like it makes me think too hard i can i've done it before you know what i'm saying when i go, go to the homie's house me and my friends we record songs together or wherever it's it's fun i love that but um usually i like to be in my own like oftentimes when i record it's like it's like three four in the morning and it just feels like the whole world is asleep you know what I'm saying? I'm like the only one up. And if it like everything shut off. So like it's Langston's world now. And it's just like peaceful. And I think yeah, I so that's what I I understand that definitely, because that's how I am too. Like Yeah. Yeah, I find it I find it really interesting because I also cannot create with people in the room. Like it I say cannot, I'm capable of doing it, but it's not my like preferred space even if it has nothing to do with them i much prefer just being alone being able to just get in the zone whereas like just other people in your area just feels different it feels like as you said you have to be wary of them and you don't want to be annoying or you don't want to distract them and then all of a sudden you're like oh why am i here because this is not where i get the best work done (laughs) yeah or sometimes your brain are like you know, like, uh, you know, you might not want nobody to hear what you're doing right this second because it sounds super crazy <laughs> or it sounds really weird. It's like, they will be like, <laughs> like, it won't, it won't. I'm like, no, bro, just give it a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you think like, oh, how is it gonna? But that's that weird mindset. Like, you know what I mean? Don't, don't try and get caught up in, in whatever. Even if people are around, like, you know, just try to, yeah, you got to just try to keep it in your, in your own head. Yeah. I guess. 
it it's so weird like being and 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 like it's interesting hearing you like being someone I'm sure you know a lot of people look up to and a lot of people like look at your music and they're like god damn like what you've managed to achieve is so impressive but then hearing all the weird stuff that you go through mentally like still like every single other person which is like you're like don't worry like believe me it'll get better than this like it just sounds <laughs> just that whole journey i think it adds it reminds me personally of like that you're still a person also sometimes we forget that the artists that we listen to we just hear the finished product and we're like they just might they're almost unf- unflawed because they just make banger after banger, great song after great song, but we don't really see the creative process very often. That's always such a weird... I talk with this with my artist friends about this. Like, it's such a weird perspective. Like, you know, like, I'm not, like, as big as, like, you know, like, Drake and all these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very much on my come-up still, you know, but I realize, like you said, there's people in my DMs, they hit me like, yo, like, I look up to you. I I, I mean, like, I, I'm... I take inspiration from you. You know, you inspire me to uh, to make my first song. You inspire your music helps me through my day or or help. Like that's like really amazing to hear these things. And when I read these comments, sometimes I see somebody they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, "Yo, man, I know you're not gonna see this. You're probably not gonna see this." I'm like, I'm sitting there eating cereal. Like I'm I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> like I'm chilling, bro. I'm like sitting here eating the same cereal you probably just ate. <laughs> Like, I'm probably, I might even live down the street from you, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's really interesting. Um, yeah, that I think that's what's so beautiful about it. That's what makes, that's what makes it possible to connect with your favorite artists is when they show themselves, you know what I'm saying? Through the music and through their, their likeness, or, or just how they carry themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you listen to somebody, I listen to Kendrick Lamar, you know, J. Cole, like the two of my favorite artists, you know what I mean? And many others, like, I, I, you know, I don't know them. I don't know them uh, personally. I don't know everything about them. But like just um, through interviews or, or their music, like they just, you know, pour themselves out in a very like uh, genuine way where it can make it a connection. Uh, you can have like a real connection to like what they're saying. And uh, I think that's really important. I try to do that through the music. I try to do that through conversations like this and through DMs, whatever. Because that's what it's about for me. That's like what you're saying right there. That's what it's all about. Like the people like connecting. Like I love this. I do this because I love it. You know what I'm saying? I, I love making music. So I do it for me, but I do it to connect and for them too. You know what I'm saying? It's for us. And I, I, I do it for that. So it's like, that's like a really crazy and amazing thing to sit and think about what you what you what you're talking about right now it's like like wow you know keep connecting with somebody i never met i never seen them before but i made an impact in their life and that's crazy to me that's and that's that's the most beautiful thing you know what i mean i always feel like the first time you realize that is a wild time because mm-hmm throughout your whole journey you're always looking at yourself you're like how can i get better how can i improve i want to achieve xyz and then there is always a turning point where you're like oh i'm having impact on people or people resonate with my stuff do you remember that time do you remember what it was for you that got you to be like 
oh, this is actually bigger than just myself. Um, oh, man. When I, uh, I, um, I think I, 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 uh, I got a message from, uh, some, uh, oh man, I just, there's a kid, there's a fan of mine in a, in a, I forgot, I think it's in, uh, maybe, uh, Belgium, maybe or something like that. And he sent me this video. Um, I saw, uh, his dad asked me if I could send him a message like for his birthday, just like telling him happy birthday. So I did. I was like, yo, man, like, you know what I mean? Happy birthday. I heard he plays soccer and all that. I was like, bro, you know, you're going to kill it on your soccer game, bro. Do your thing, bro. You know what I mean? Score for me. Score. Do your thing. Score or whatever. I don't even know what I said, bro. I was like, it's, it was Christmas time. I think that's what it was. And I was just like, you know, just trying to show love. And, uh, and, and the dude, he hit me. The kid sent me a video back. Like, he drew a picture of me as like this character and, and and it wrote the lyrics to one of my songs, Pressure. And he just told me what it meant to him, like me sending that message. And he, he was just telling me how much like I inspired uh him, you know, through that song or whatever. And, and it, I I was just like I was just so touched by that. Like he was just he's like a uh, probably like a nine he was like a nine year old kid, I think, or like eight or something. And I'm like, dang, it's like a little kid. Like that's inspired and, and I'm just like that's that's incredible like uh, <laughs> I'm just some dude in my basement like doing my thing but like somebody in a different country it, it's like I was able to something so innocent and simple like that uh that just shows like wow this music thing is super powerful bro like that really I, I cried watching that video the kids saying yeah I did and um like it just like I was really amazing and um just stuff like that. It's the small things like that that show me this is big. It's not. It's not like looking at the numbers, like getting a million streams, or uh, you know stuff like that is amazing. That's crazy. That's awesome. But what really shows it is the people, that direct interaction. That's why I can't wait to like do my first tour. You know what I'm saying? And like when you connect with your people, that's the realest. That's as real as it gets. It don't get no more realer than that. There's nothing realer than that with the music. And that's what shows this is bigger. This is like beyond a microphone. It's beyond the guitar strings, piano keys. It's, it's past the, it's past any of that. It's like energy. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's about. Like I said, that's, that's the realest thing for real. Yeah. Yeah. Small things like that. It's the little things like that that just show me. Wow, we I'm I'm really out here like able to connect with people like that, and that's always was the goal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know everything. I don't got a whole. I'm not like, but whatever I do know, whatever I do learn, my own little experiences in my own world, I package it and just put it out and speak my truth and and, and vibe, have fun, all of that at this. You know and and. Hope somebody next door, down the street, across the country, a different country, wherever, can hear that and and get the same feeling that kid. That's that's what I think about that. I think about it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because like 
you know, the the evolution of your headspace evolves over time as you see that. And I think that what people forget is that you also grow and that you also learn. And then all of a sudden it's like a different type of pressure. Like you now are aware of your impact on a lot of people. And so now you're like, well, I'm not just doing it for myself. That's how I have to do to be able to make genuine music. But all of a sudden, like there are people who are genuinely waiting for me to drop music genuinely. Like I'm their favorite artist or I'm there. They're just, they cannot wait. And so you've got people who are watching your every move and, and really riding with you. Do you ever feel that? Or are you pretty good at separating the two? Bro, I do think about that. I, uh, you know, I try not to get like caught in that thinking too hard, <clears throat> but I do realize, I mean, like, dude, it, it shocks me. Like, uh, you know, last year, you know how Spotify, they do that thing where you can uh, show your top artists you listen to at the end of the year. I mean, I had people like tagging me in their posts, like, dude, you know, you were my number one, my number one on my Spotify. Like, bro, his top five was like, Drake and Lil Wayne and Eminem and like <laughs> like and I'm like I made it to the top of that whole list like a bunch of people like that I'm like dude these are goats this is a goat I'm like you kidding me I think Jay Z might have been in there too or something I don't even know and I was just like wait blows my mind and like obviously like I I like I want to be as the best I can and I want to be someone's favorite artist that's amazing but it's just crazy to see it. You know what I'm saying? That's like something you dream about. It's like when you see it, it's just like surreal. The biggest honor. It's the hugest honor. Like, bro, there's so many songs that get uploaded every day. Like so many artists out here. Like the fact that like, like this is feature on Spotify. It shows how many people are listening to you like right now. And I'm like, bro, like somebody's listening to me right now out of everybody in the world. They taking the time to listen to Langston Bristol. It's incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like, could never take it for granted. It's just like, like wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're probably at that point where there is at least one person in the world listening to a song of yours almost 24-7. Dude, yeah. I, I, that little feature, I've checked that feature at the weirdest times, too. Like, I've been up at, like, late. I stay up late oftentimes recording or doing whatever. And I look at it, it'd be like 6 a.m. It's like <laughs> some people on their list. I'm like, what? Like somebody way past their bedtime <laughs> or they're way up super early, you know, play, put me in their morning playlist. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Hey, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning to you. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. I would definitely look at that way too much. <laughs> way too much I'm like, not gonna lie when am I, I peaking I, I get I do get caught in that sometimes I just, and it's just like because then this brings up the conversation of like getting caught up in numbers and like streams and, and, and you know ups and downs dips and whatever and it's just like obviously the goal is to grow I want to go as far as I can go get as big as I can with this you know I, I love it um, but like you gotta have a healthy relationship with like the hustle and grind and also protecting your mind. You know what I mean? It's at the same time, hustle and grind, but protect your mind at the same time. So like, 
and a way you can do that is it's important to pay attention to those things like uh you know metrics analytics whatever all that but like you know what i'm saying like that's why I, I i hear about a lot of artists when they drop music they don't even look at social media like a lot of the biggest artists when they drop music they don't even go on social media and, and see about it i do be involved in all i have to to at this level like but i love i love doing that too but like that can be a stressor like it's like while it's a cool thing to have it also can make you just like a lot it like can you just got to be able to control it within your own headspace because if you only make those decisions of like purely based on like numbers it can get overwhelming and you become overly critical of your music and your creative pathway because you're like this song dropped it didn't get as much numbers but like as an artist you're on a creative journey as well like you're trying to figure something out it's not just like oh i need to do this and this but it's like you're you're trying to figure out your own path as you grow as you get older as you experience more life you're also going through a journey and so the numbers are important as you said but being overly overly obsessed with them takes away from your art it it starts to detract because you're starting to focus on the thing that actually didn't get you to where you are right now you're focusing on just the result not the craft itself yeah you might find yourself in a position where you're making music for the like for like in a specific ways for like stream wise where it's like i mean like the mo- the i mean for me at least for me like the most authentic way for me to grow my fan base as i want to keep continue is just being myself doing what i already enjoy and feel natural at doing and the people that enjoy that will find me you know what i'm saying so like at that point all the people that become fans of me and support me all i got to do is just keep being me because that's what they rock with yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why they listen to me is because I do my thing. I don't have to necessarily, I don't have to like chase a certain sound or try and do a certain thing, but I know and, and, and do things in my own way and evolve naturally. That's the, that's the best way to, for me in my mind, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Do you get people when you, when you tell them you're an artist or they find out, like for me personally, when they find out I have a podcast, guaranteed probably within the first three questions is how many people listen to you. And it's like, that is such an annoying question because it's like, you're just trying to gauge where on the clout meter I am and whether you got to be impressed because a lot of people listening to me. <laughs> and so that's what it, it's always like. It's like they're, it's like they're just testing and so I always avoid those questions purely because I'm like, even if it's a huge number, it feels like I'm I'm bragging and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, this number. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, let's just chill. Like I'm just enjoying making the content and like you're now asking me about numbers. I look at numbers all the time of like where I'm charting, how I'm doing. But like <laughs> it is just a weird thing that strangers – think that way as well that's the first thing they're always looking at hey how many numbers do you get yeah um a lot of times people just 
I think the way it specifically goes for me more so is I if I if they ask me like what do you do you go to school or where do you work like you know or whatever I'm just like I'm a, you know I'm an artist um you know that's my main thing I'm focusing on and uh and they'll be like oh yeah cool uh let me look you up and they you know and they look look me up and uh a lot of times you know I think a lot of times people are kind of shocked because like you know a lot of their friends might do music and stuff but like you know maybe they just haven't progressed much or they just started or like you know it's so like they see like oh man like whoa you have like a lot of streams or like whoa you work with no you work with logic you work with them and it's like <laughs> like i feel the same way i feel weird talking about myself sometimes i don't like always want to just you know sometimes i feel weird talking about because it, it feels like i'm like yeah i know what you're saying about that it's just like uh. but i'm like yeah i i have I, that's what i do because i'm proud of it i love it it's fun you know so yeah, it's yeah. it's weird doing it with people you don't know, or like you haven't like got into the headspace to be able to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like when it's a surprise conversation about it, you're like, I didn't really prepare for this, and this conversation is just, it's probably not going to be the most exciting. Like you've probably had that conversation hundreds of times. I've had that conversation hundreds of times i know exactly how they go i know exactly what questions they're going to ask me and what they're going to talk about so i find it a little bit like all right like now it's all of a sudden the perception of me is a little bit different um i don't know i I find it weird i haven't figured out personally how to navigate it within myself to be like i'm comfortable here in this conversation Uh, yeah i'm cool with it like for real because like I mean, that's the name of the game too. Like being an artist, you know, you, you it's like, you know, people find out about you. You want more people to find out, you know. So it's like, hey, this is a new person learning about me. Um, that's cool, you know. Maybe they'll check my stuff out too. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't mind. I I think it's fun. I love talking about music. I love music. So you want to talk about music? Let's talk about it. But like, you know, sometimes, like, I don't know if if I'm like in a room full of people and it's just like, all of a sudden all the energy is just directed towards me on that. I feel like, oh, I got to sit here and talk about myself. Like I'm trying to <laughs> look a certain way. I don't know. I, but sometimes I think it just makes me look like that. I don't know, but it's not though. Cause yeah. people are fat. Like people, whenever I, people do ask me about my stuff, they're like, it's like this. Like they're like, whoa, like they really like enjoy hearing it. They're like fascinated. Uh, you know, I tell them my story or whatever. So like they really enjoy it. So it's, it's cool. I, at the end of the day, yeah. I know it'll be a fun conversation. You know, one of my friends so loves to do it to piss me off. I enjoy it too. One of my friends loves like we're just at a cafe and Love he's that. just like he's just like oh you know he has a podcast and they're like really and I'm like this is not the conversation I wanted to have at breakfast today. I just wanted to <laughs> to to chill and have a good time and you're just telling the 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 waiter that I have a podcast and now I have to awkwardly explain. And especially because, like, they're also just living their life doing work and now they're stuck in an awkward conversation because they're obviously trying to make me happy and now I have to navigate this weird place and I'm like, man, you always fucking do this shit to me. Just <laughs> feel free not to tell random strangers when that I do a podcast that have no intention of listening. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, my connection is a little weak down here, just a little bit. <laughs> but... um. 
Um, but no, yeah, bro. I I I I see what you're saying. Like, you know, is if you were if you're in a situation where it just don't feel natural for you to <laughs> be in that conversation, it could be make you feel out of place, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this because this is something I've always been interested, especially in you, is how many instruments you can actually play. Because I know you learned drums. I know you did piano. You were saying you do guitar. But, like, are, are they the, the main three, or do you have other instruments that you can play as well? So I played um, electric guitar, bass guitar, drums, and piano. And um, I have a trumpet. I own a trumpet, but I can I don't count that, you know? And like, I can barely play it. I have one song that I made with my trumpet. It took me, like, two hours to play four notes probably longer than that i'm being gracious i'm pretty sure it was like it's longer but so like you know what i'm saying i almost passed out trying to play that thing like is i i gotta I, the technique is not formulated or fully developed yet you know what i'm saying once i get it right though i mean miles davis you know what i'm saying like, uh, langston langston davis you know what i'm saying like playing crazy but yeah those, those are the ones yeah, do you sure feel enough. in due time? Yeah, I was gonna say once you learn one instrument, is it significantly easier to pick up the others? Like, do you start to see things across music in terms of music theory that you're like, oh, it's just kind of getting used to the new actions or the new techniques, but I kind of understand what makes sense when you're picking it up. Yes, that's a bro. Um, that's how I taught myself guitar because I played piano. And I picked, I bought a guitar on Impulse, out of Impulse. It's like, I was like, I need a guitar. I've been seeing them for the longest time. I know people that played them. That's the next one. I got to learn. That's the next one I want to learn. I bought a guitar. At first, my fingers were just hurting, killing me. I was like, damn. Like, it was <laughs> I just like, oh my God, it was the worst. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't know how to make chords. I didn't know any of that. Like, but I just, um, I think I watched a few videos on scales to kind of help me get an idea of which string is which. And then, but that from that point on, I just did it by ear, just trying to make things that made sense because that's what I did. With how I taught myself piano, I played piano by ear. I just make put notes together that make sense in my head. So I was like, I'm just gonna press notes on my guitar that make sense in my head, and I did that repetition, and it gave me a sort my own language with the guitar. Like I've had people try and ask me, like, "Yo, can you teach me a little bit of guitar?" I'm like, "Bro." I don't even know how I taught myself guitar. It, I it's like a very specific language I speak with myself and the guitar. I don't even know how to interpret it to some. But like so, but I basically use the same kind of brain method. I guess I have totally different. It's just strings, keys, but it's kind of like the same method. So they, it does cross over a little bit. Yeah, they're different for sure. Different, but it crosses over a little bit. Yeah, because I think it's. It's almost like playing sport in a weird way. Like if you do one particular sport and then you start playing another, you just kind of find certain things, although they're different, you find certain things you've already learned in one particular sport that transitions into another way you can maybe move your body differently or you just you just start to see similarities in technique, similarities in gameplay, and you you really start to develop. I think a lot of pro athletes have played multiple sports when they were kids. So they get like a real kind of mental combination of all these different actions and they can combine it in a unique way. And I think, I mean, that's, 
the key with your music. I, I love that people are like, hey, can you teach me? And you're like, I have no idea how I taught myself. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be pretty that's tough. That's what I'm trying to say, dude. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I just feel like I wouldn't be doing you just like somebody offered to pay me to give their uh, husband like <laughs> guitar lessons. I'm, and this is the most recent instrument I've learned over the past like two years. And I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable accepting money for this. I don't know if I would, I would do him justice properly. I can tell you the best guitar player that I know personally. I'll tell them somebody else I know. He's the best guitar player that I know ever, <laughs> or like that I've ever met. Like, I mean, uh, he's like my big brother. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I'm like, yeah, I can tell you hit him up, but I just. You know, I don't know. I don't, I feel comfortable with myself. I'm still very learning, learning a lot. I'm still, even though it's been a couple of years and I made a lot of songs with it, um, I'm still very much in that growth stage with them. But I love it though. It's fun. I love playing instruments so much, bro. It's super fun. And I, I want to go back to that point you made about sports. That's a good point. Like most sports, all of them involve teamwork at the end of the day, like regardless of the techniques you're using, there's a lot of fundamentals, like being having good chemistry with your, your teammates, eye coordination, hand-eye coordination, being able to like have good reflexes. Like these are things that's like simple, like uh, techniques that you can apply to like basically every sport, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, little tiny mentalities that you can you can cross over with different instruments you know what i'm saying that's a that's an interesting that's a good question that's a good thing you brought up that's because that's really true at least for me i found that to be true that helped out a lot yeah because i spoke to uh i think his name was masbo q he's a new zealand uh artist and he does things on tiktok that's like how do you rap and like how do you hit beats and make sure you're rapping to beats and change your flow up and like different techniques mm. with when it comes to, to being able to do it. And I asked him for, for someone who sings and wants to learn, you know, chord progressions, because it's, if you're self-taught, you don't really know music theory. He was like, the best thing to do is learn piano. Like if you learn the piano, you'll learn the basics of, music theory, chord progressions, and you'll start to understand it differently as opposed to just learning with your voice. Like piano will teach you a lot that you'll be able to transition into other areas of music. Yeah. I like, I'm going I'm to give you something. Um, one of the reasons why trumpet is, was like really hard, like I haven't really picked it up in a while too. But one of the reasons I think why trumpet is like wind instruments are a lot harder for me to learn is because I'm so used to being visual, like piano, I can draw it out in my mind. Like I can see the notes and put them together and see which ones I'm hitting and and and, and paint the picture like that. With a trumpet, it's a little different. Like you don't necessarily see what you're hitting. You have to like blow your breath in a certain amount and in a certain speed and a certain like, and then you, you do have like, there are, um, I sound like such a, like I don't know what I'm talking about, but like these the, the little button thing, you know what I'm saying? The little buttons on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do have those, but like it's, you still have to like blow your breath in a certain specific way to hit high notes and a different specific way to hit low notes, like a slower amount of breath and like a like a warmer air. I think they say you have to kind of make your air warm, something like that. And that's just like my brain, the way I 
grew up playing instruments, seeing drums, looking at the toms, looking at the snare, the hi-hat cymbals, painted, you know, visual, like looking at the keys, you know what I'm saying? Like minor, major uh, notes and, and all of that and just putting them together like that. Even my, my guitar, looking at all the frets, all the strings, you know what I'm saying? I can see what I'm doing. Uh, so it's very much different. It's a different world. But that excites me about it, too. It's like a challenge. It's different. It's really different. So that's why I'm super excited to get better at it and learn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think breath control is something that everyone forgets about. Like just that is a skill of just, you know, and we have um, didgeridoos here in Australia as like that's uh, an instrument that's from Indigenous Australians. uh, And essentially it's just this long wooden, I don't know what it's made from, but it's like this long instrument and the, the people who can play it essentially have to be able to breathe in through their nose and breathe out through their mouth simultaneously so that there's no break in music. So there's this constant flow of air coming through their body to be able to create this sound that's coming through the didgeridoo. If you haven't checked it out for anyone that's listening, I highly recommend, but as a skill set, and I've tried, like I used to be a swimmer. That was my sport when I was growing up with swimming. And so you tend to be pretty good with yeah. breath control, but it's holding your breath that you get good at as opposed to the constant flow of in and out. And I'm just amazed at that. I've tried and I'm like, I have no idea how the fuck they do it. It's honestly amazing. Oh, is that that, is that, that instrument that has like the deep like roll? roll yeah, that, that's that, exactly yeah. it. Yeah. That's amazing. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with one in person before. That would be a crazy experience. <laughs> That's like, it's like one of those, I think it's one of those instruments that has like its own famous name, like its own famous, like, uh, you know, it's like, a, it's like famous in a way. Cause it's probably been like in like movies and stuff. Like you kind of heard it like that, that noise before, like around, I've heard it like commercials and stuff. It's like famous. And uh, I actually would be curious to hear it in a piece of music. I don't think I've ever heard it in a piece of music before. So, like, that'd be kind of cool. You should say, if you, if you send me, like, a Australian artist you know or somebody that's used it before, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, hey, you could put it into your into your own music. I mean, there's a huge lane that is probably <laughs> untapped, especially in hip-hop. Like, Are they large? Aren't they, like, really, like, long yeah. or large instruments? Yeah. So, they usually, I think... Don't quote me on this, but like they're probably like you can play it standing. Like it, it is, it is big. So we have, uh, whenever there's a big sporting event and we do like a a welcome to country, uh, we do ha- we do have like indigenous uh, like players and instruments and we and we do that kind of stuff. I remember seeing it at school. We had someone play the the didgeridoo and and I've tried to play it and I cannot play it it's really difficult like genuinely it looks like the most simple instrument in the world just because it's like just long and you're like okay this seems pretty straightforward but yeah the technique behind it is wild and insanely complicated but i reckon there is huge lane there for to be able to sample it or to be able to use the instrument for like a blend of music within R&B within hip hop within a bunch of genres. 
That's I'll tell you this, bro. A goal of mine is to learn as many instruments as I can before I die. <laughs> like before I'm out of here, I want to have a harp that one day in, in my house. I want to have a different different countries and all that, like different like types of drums, different like um all of that. You know what I mean? I would love to just get a collection, a room full of different instruments and use them in my songs, my albums. All that, um, that would be super, super dope. Well, you're talking to a guy who doesn't know any instruments. So uh, I'm always like, I to be honest, doing it all is kind of insane. I remember trying to do keyboard when I was in high school and I could never really get the the finger. I just, I don't know, it just didn't click for me. I think maybe it was to the class. We did it like once a week and I was like, this kind of, I don't know, maybe it's the, the type of learning that it was, but I always just felt that I never really clicked with it. So um, I now, now that I'm older, I'm like, I do have a musical ear, obviously. I do like music enough to talk about and genuinely have interest in it, but there was something as a kid that just didn't click with it for me. I don't know what that was. Dang. Yeah, you should pick it up. Pick it back up. Give it another shot. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them things. Because also, like, I mean, you're like, wait, when's the last time you think you tried to play one? <laughs> Decade, at least. Or, so you're probably like teenager or younger? Yeah, I was probably, yeah, I was probably 14 or so, I reckon. I feel you. Shoot. Yeah, being older, maybe your brain is like, you know, you, know, you got a little bit more development up there. Maybe you might be able to <laughs> tap in in a different way. You might be able to, like, wrap your head around the concept a little bit better now i don't know yeah well yeah yeah, i do find it interesting like the the combination of sounds the combination of like and then how people find their own style of you know you're using a bunch of sounds that have been around forever but you're using it in a different combination and you're finding a rhythm and you're finding a cadence and you're like and i like that idea i like the creativity within a set boundary of like there's no rules, but there is a limit in a way. It's kind of, I don't know, it's weird to explain, but I love that that is everyone's capable of that, of literally going, hey, I'm going to do it in this combination, in this order, and I'm going to experiment and do all these different things. There's like only like so many notes, so many combinations, but the fact that you're able to dig up it, a, a song and dig up this chord and, and dig up this chord and put together a time signature and then add these notes and, and, and this whole combination and then make it something like fresh and new out of something that's been around for so long and chords that have been played before or, or notes that have been played before but you play it in your style and your own way your own spin that's what makes it new that's what makes something that's Oh, uh, my bad, man. You oh, still hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah, I started getting called, man. What in the world? Uh, <laughs> I was like, did you just start playing piano? And then I was like, no, that's a phone call. D and bro. So I just be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I literally <laughs> dance before I pick up the phone. <laughs> like, dun, 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 dun. But yeah, bro. Um, you were talking about how you can dig up notes how you can like dig up and 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 kind of create yeah, yeah, your yeah, own yeah. music so, like yeah so it's just like you know having like 
as they say, like nothing's new under the sun, right? But what makes it new is the fact that it came like from like a new, like nothing's new under the sun, but at the same time, it, it gets a new spin. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like we create our own versions of things. We create our own. Um, and that goes back, like, yeah, go your identity. You know what I mean? Nobody else is on this earth as you. Even though like we all have like similarities, there are differences. There are new things, but it's just it's like it's like new but familiar at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what's that's what's so amazing about like creating chords, creating songs, because it's like it's something new, but at the same time it's familiar too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really amazing. That's like super amazing. Some things are new too. I mean, like, cause I mean, when they made Auto Tune, that was something like totally like left field. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when T Pain came out doing Auto Tune and stuff, everybody was like, "Yo, what?" Like, like you know, he really, you know, he really pioneered that like a lot. Like, I mean, he he the goat of Auto Tune for real. I mean, so many people have used it, but I'm I'm pretty sure I may be messing up, but I'm pretty sure he was like really the first one to really put a name to autotune uh, t-pain i'm trying to think if somebody might have been you know but t-pain is that guy with it you know what i'm saying and what he did with it is like unforgettable and that was something totally new in its time when it first started getting popular um and that's like so that's really exciting you know what i'm saying when stuff comes out new technologies that people can use and and, and flip or um, stuff like that that's really cool too technology plays a good role in, in music too plugins you know what i'm saying like reverb you know what i'm saying like uh freaking all types of different like um effects you can put on your vocals i mean i don't i've never used autotune before but i even thought about doing it once just to try it out on a song you know what i'm saying i, I don't even have it on my computer but i thought about getting it just to see what it would sound like you feel me like for a song just for fun just to try out new things and evolve you know what I mean? Try something out, like for one one track or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, Auto Tune's been out for decades, so it's been around for ages. It's just like, as you said, T Pain was the guy who first. Yeah, I was about to say they had it back in like what the eighties, probably seventies. Yeah, they've had it for ages. They just never used it, so it wasn't even like new, that new technology. Yeah. Like it just. No one had figured out how to use it or blend it with their voice because I'm sure people were like, what the hell is this? It's ruining my vocals as opposed to amplifying my vocals. So it seemed like maybe it was just something that's, that had been there. It just needed someone to kind of just blow the dust off it and like really like use it for its full potential. I guess maybe people didn't know its full potential. Some things, yeah, you just like, you know, they got the full potential has to be explored. Yeah, it's cool, bro. That stuff is so amazing. Uh, it's cool to think about stuff like that. But I do feel weird sometimes about auto tune because T Pain does it amazingly, but then I feel like there are a number of artists who just throw it on for the sake of throwing it on, like they didn't master the craft or they didn't figure out how mm. to blend it, and it and it's so identifiable. Like the thing about T Pain, which I always thought was amazing, was you never really knew whether it was auto-tune or just his voice. He he seemed to get it in a way where it was just mm. the blend was imperceptible. It would just sound it. He's, 
vocals were just on point for exactly where they needed to be in order for auto-tune to just hit correctly. But then you saw artists who didn't have that same eye or ear for it, and it was just so different, and you're like, it's too much now. Like the the difference between what you're bringing and the auto-tune felt off. Hmm. I feel like with T-Pain, like, because he can he can sing without it. That's one thing about him. Like, without it, he has a good voice. He does, he can do runs and all that. So, like, I feel like him having a good voice collided with it, gave it such a specific tone that you can really only hit if you have, like, a really, like, good voice. If you have a good voice before auto-tune, you know what I mean? But I, and also, like, because there's so many, because, like, you think about it, like, take T-Pain, Travis Scott and Young Thug do not sound, none of them sound alike, but no. they all use auto-tune. So like your vocal, the tone of your voice, the delivery, all of that plays into how that's going to sound. Like, you know, all three of them are amazing with it. Like through three of my, I, I, I'm fans of all of them. And, and like they, all three of them, I feel like very well use auto-tune, like in such a way that's like, really compelling and stylistic like it's just like so them it fits them perfectly because it's a tool because like auto-tune at the end of the day it's like an instrument as well or it's a tool you know what i'm saying it's not just something that's there you have to like remember that it's uh you're using a tool so like so like because of that you got to be like intentional with it and I, it's like i said i've never used it but like you know i feel like anybody if you're an artist working in a studio with an engineer, I feel like, you know, any good engineer would like make sure like you're set up in the best way to have a good delivery. You know what I'm saying? Like a good, a good run through with it. Cause you know, I've only seen it used before. I've never used it, but I saw my boy, uh, Brian, he was using it with one of my friends and I just kind of was just taking a backseat, paying attention to like the, the chain and him setting the key up and all that. Like, it's really like specific how you got to use it. Um, so I'm just only speaking from experience of somebody that observed it, but like, I feel like, yeah, you got to like really, that, that that goes into that just like that experimental phase, learning, you know, learning how you want to use your voice, your inflections, your delivery. I feel like you can, you know, that's how you find, you're going to find your style with it. Because um, whether you use it, whether you use it or not, that's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I have to do. That's what I had to do when I'm still doing. I'm still learning my style. But I mean, like, when I first started writing, I was, like, sounding like Eminem, like Kendrick. I was doing their, their little voice and cadence. My tone was kind of sounding like them until I, I practiced more and more and, and learned to just talk like myself, talk like myself and deliver, you know, my own, you know what I'm saying, vibe or whatever. It feels natural for me. Um, so I think at some point, you know, you know, everybody got it. Everybody has to go through that. Yeah. Well, that's the three names that you brought up. I actually think the perfect names because Travis Scott was the next one on my list. And yeah, Young Thug just, they, what they did was they separated from the pack of being Bro. like the, this is like the masterclass on how to use it. And as you said, they sound, they're all different. They all have their own unique voice, their own unique style. Like when Travis Scott, 
came out and he's got this song, I think it's called 3500. But it's like when he's humming, he has like this hum and there's the auto tune. And I'm like, when was the last time I heard anyone like hum? And it sounds so amazing. Like it sounds so good. And I was just like, this is wild. Like that is an artist being very intentional about what they're going for and what makes sense in the music rather than just slapping it on any random project. Dude, Travis has this way when he goes in his little like lower registry and like lets it just like his his auto tune like feels like it's like when he's like like you said humming or like holding a note or something. It's just like feels like it's like a like a bass or something or anyway like a synth bass or something like like it's like real specific like how it resonates like like you said I I, I was talking about that with somebody like his delivery is just crazy and Young Thug like he bro like not to mention his cadence like his delivery like it's just crazy and stuff and then mix his like kind of like high pitch like he has like this kind of like crack in his voice like the way he delivers and that mixed with the auto tune it's just like man i don't know bro it's just like you can't replicate unless you know you gotta really go out your way to try and because he has such a specific style and you can hear it he's influenced a lot of artists like uh, you know, a lot of people. Um, you can hear like many artists. I mean, there's a lot of artists that have inspired and influenced me. You know, what I mean, you always, you know, there's always somebody. You're always influenced by somebody that you. But that helps you. Like you have your own. You're yourself, and you. What you do is you like practice like being your own voice and things. But like you still like have inspiration around you. You take that and and that kind of like it's like making a child in a way like two <laughs> two <laughs> people making a new child so it's like not that no not that you're like a copycat of two different artists but but it's like you get inspiration from different artists and that helps inspire your sound and birth your sound yeah well you have to be inspired you have to hear it you know what i'm saying you got to hear it first from somewhere from somebody and that stirs it up in you and then it comes out in your way, you know what I'm saying? After hearing, you know, stuff around you, like, you know, that's why, and I, that's why I always tell artists, like, it's really important. I would say whatever genre you do or whatever genre you, you feel you, you, you know, you specialize in, like, you know, like it's important, I think, to be open-minded to like all types of genres, like, you know, listen to all types of genres because that can help you evolve and, and grow your genre that you're in. Like in hip hop, like, you know, like I listen to, there's some country songs I like, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> I hear a lot of people say stuff about country, they don't like it. There's a couple country songs I like even, I mean, let's, I've heard some heavy metal songs I like, rock songs, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll go from, but like my main genres I listen to on a regular basis is like hip hop, R&B, jazz. And, uh, but I like a lot of rock bands. I like, I mean, like Coplay is like a classic for me. I grew up, my brother was playing a lot of rock music in the house. So like they're one of my top favorite bands straight up. Like and their melodies, their their vibes are crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like I get a lot they they inspire me. You know, uh Chris Martin. You know what I'm saying? So like all types of genres that helps you like evolve and grow. Like, I mean, it's just like I mean, look at what Lil Nas did with like hip hop and country. You know what I'm saying? He put those together in his own way and it went viral like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like real specific how he did it 
in his own little spin. And uh, I think that's special. That's special. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. And speaking of someone that you obviously worked with, you've you've obviously mentioned him already and I mentioned at the beginning, but, you know, you, you have a track with Logic and, you know, I can't help myself. I do want to ask about how that came about. But, like, it's weird because it's happened already for you. That song is out. And now it's like, does it feel real sometimes? Like, that it, it's even there? Like, I'm sure you just live your life and you're like, I just go about my day. And it's almost like it never happened. But, like... I hear you. I, I know. I, no, no, no. It's definitely like surreal. And like, you know, I was like in middle school probably when I first heard him. And, you know, and in high school, I remember he dropped Incredible True Story, you know what I'm saying? And all that. Like, so for me to get to meet one of my favorite artists, and I've met, I've met a few of my favorite artists and got relationships with artists that I looked up to and, um, and, and have wanted to meet and stuff and including him now. And, um, that was just so special, bro. Like, I mean, that's stuff you dream about. I, I dreamt about that. I dreamed about all that. Like, that was like, so it's just like, I sometimes I sit in my bed and just think like, dang, it's so crazy. Because you want to know something. It's, it's so easy, even still, like, you know, I've gotten messages from artists. They're like, man, like, man, I'm trying to get like you, bro. I'm trying to get like you. And I'm just like, dang, like. It really like helps you to put it in perspective because it's so easy for me to pay attention to what I don't have. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not here. I'm not there yet. I haven't done this yet. But I'm like, dude, like I've been able to do some things that I've I wanted to do since a child. I've checked off some childhood dreams. You know what I'm saying? I got to work with certain people, perform with certain people, and do and and, and hit certain milestones with my music, my own, you know, streams and things like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like gratefulness uh, i kind of sidetracked a little bit my bad but specifically back to uh back to what you was asking about uh logic like uh, how i met him you want to know like how I, how that kind of all started well well i know that you've spoken about that before to be honest so it was more just like to to understand your experience because i think that is one of the things that that i mean because i have spoken to people that i have genuinely listen to their music for a long period of time and like i just go about my day it's like a cool thing to reminisce on and think about but then you just continue living your life and you're like every now and again you're like oh yeah i've spoken to some pretty amazing people i've had the chance to have a conversation with people that i never even thought was possible yeah yeah bro that stuff is it really shows you just how like there's no ceiling for real. It's just a matter of like, you know, how high, how like figure out how to get that high. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's no, like, there's no ceiling above you. Like anything is really possible. It's crazy. Cause like, you know, most artists at my level where they are haven't worked with artists as big as him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not normal. So it's just like crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like that whole that whole situation, I actually haven't uh talked about how that how that started, uh to be honest. You're actually oh, the first person. I'm the first one. Well then because I, I haven't I haven't even, Yeah, I haven't done that. I haven't talked to done an interview or anything like uh in like a little while. Um I was because I was supposed to actually go on like a podcast a little bit ago, but I was like waiting, I was like, I'm gonna finish my album first and then go on. I can kind of talk about that project or 
but I was just like, nah, man, I just want to talk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> just I'm just chill. I I because these conversations like this, what we're doing, I enjoy this. It's fun. Like I'm I'm enjoying myself. So but yeah, I mean, it was like um basically like last year I was posting a lot. I'll keep it like long story short. I was posting a lot on my Instagram and I started growing a lot with my followers and my views and everything. And then I got a message from somebody named Joel Steingold. He's an actor. He's from here, Detroit. Um, and he's on a TV show called The Shine. And um, and um, so he hit me up and he's like, yo, man, um, I really like your music and stuff. You know, I see you a Detroit artist. And he's just showing me love. I was like, yeah, bro, I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I saw he was a um he was an actor. He was telling me he's an actor and everything. And I was like, I was like, yo, that's really dope. Like that was it's really cool to talk to him and, and have a conversation. And at some point during the conversation, he's like, yo, I want to see if I can get your music on the show. You know what I mean? That'd be real cool. I'm like, whoa, that would be, that'd be sick. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, that was always a dream of mine too, to get my music on a TV show or a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an actor too myself. That's one thing I want to do as well as acting film and direct and stuff like that. I grew up doing plays, but like, so I was like, that's cool. I didn't expect anything from it, though. I, I was like, you know what I mean? It's probably not. You know, I don't want to expect it, like, put my hopes up, you know what I mean? But it was cool. It was still cool to chop it up with him and talk with him. So, like, a week later, I get followed on Instagram by Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe is, like, a really big uh, TV producer and um, an actor, and she she's the creator of the show. Um, and I was like, what bro like what is the what is going on <laughs> i was like oh this is is this really about to happen like what and then so i think i hit joel and i told him that he she followed me he was like cool man you know blah blah, blah. that's that's sweet you know i mean i think i got an email from her team and um and everything and and they went then they sure enough hit me about wanting to put two of my songs on her show and that was just like so amazing i i hit her I hit her up on Instagram and I just thanked her. I was like, yo, like that's, that's, I appreciate you. But I, I can't remember the order in which all that happened. But the next week after that, I got followed by Logic on Instagram. And I was like, bro, wait, what? I'm like tripping <laughs> out. Like, this is crazy. Okay. Like what? <laughs> like, I sleeping? Somebody slapped me real quick. Like, <laughs> I'm like sleeping. Like, so basically I, um, I, I hit, I, this is what happened. I'm like, it's like so weird thinking about this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I posted a picture of it. I screenshotted it and I posted it on my <laughs> story. And a lot of my fans, they was hitting me like, oh, shoot, like this, blah, 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 blah. Logic's going to sign you. He's going to sign. <laughs> they were saying all this crazy <laughs> stuff. They were like, you know, I was like, I didn't expect all that. I didn't expect it to go no further. I didn't know it was going to go any further. I hoped it would. But I didn't know it would. And I didn't, you know, I was just, it was just cool that he followed me. I was like, oh, dang, he saw me. Like, wow, that's crazy. Anyway, I check my DMs and I get a, uh, I get a, a message from uh, his manager named Justin. And uh, he's a real cool dude. Um, and he hit me in my DMs and was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm Logic's manager. Uh, he uh, wants to speak to you. You got a number you can call? I'm like, bro, let me make sure this dude is not fake. Like, this sounds crazy what <laughs> now i did just get followed by him but that's like come on like you know what i'm saying maybe somebody saw it and they're trying to scam me or something but i i, I looked them up online and i vetted them out you know what i'm saying i looked them up on twitter 
and I saw Logic follows him on Twitter, and and Logic's whole camp follows him on Twitter, and all that. I was like, oh, this dude is for real. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just go through with it, like for sure. I was like, yo, man, like what's up? I appreciate you hitting me up. I, I would love to talk to him. Yeah, he's that'd be an honor, you know what I mean? And uh, so the next day, he hit. He didn't hit me up yet. I went back to Justin, and I was like, yo, how'd you guys find me? I was like, uh, did you see my my videos? Cause my videos I was posting, I was I was doing a lot of remixes, um, and I I would take somebody's a beat, and I just start putting my own lyrics on it and post it. And I did a lot of his, I did a few of his songs, and I would always tag them, tag them in the bottom of the description. So I was like, y'all, did you guys like see one of my videos? You know, I was starting to get a lot of views. So I was like, maybe it just so happened to catch. And he was like, no, Lena Waithe told us about you, the, wow. the TV producer. I was like, wait. Hold on, wait a minute, bro. You mean to tell me she went out of her way and did that? And not, I was like, I went back to her. I was just like, you are just absolutely amazing. Like, what? Like, thank, she was like, she was just so happy that, you know, they they connected with me and all this. Like, she is literally an angel. She's like one of the most sincere, like, beautiful people I've ever met, talked to. I, I haven't met her in person yet, but just that I've ever gotten that I've spoken to and gotten to know and, and logic and his whole team, kind of the whole story. But like, at some point I get a message on my phone, like, yo man, what's up? This is logic, bro. Like, <laughs> and he's like, hits me, hits me up. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me up. And he's like, uh, he gives me a call. And, uh, um, the next day he told me he was out of town. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm really, I'm out of town right now. But when I'm back, I'll hit you like tomorrow. So, and uh, what's so crazy about the day that he hit me up, he didn't, because he don't even, he don't even know this. Like, it's funny, like me and I, I never told him this yet. Uh, I'm going I'm to tell him, this is crazy. I'm saying it on here though. The day he hit me up, my, my grandmother passed away, bro. And really? I woke up that morning. Yeah. The day he called me, he called me that night, but that morning, my mother called my phone and said, Langston. You know, um, she was crying on the phone and she's like, you know, to, today, the Lord, I wanted to let you know the doctor, you know, called us to, and he let us know the Lord, you know, took your grandma, took grandma home and my like my world, showing my family, you know, what I'm saying she was uh, one of the one of the strongest women ever that I've ever met in my life. And um like she had enough strength for a woman and a man, anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was just <laughs> she was just strongest. And I oh man, she was so wonderful, so funny and everything. And so I just that just really like was so crazy. And I was like going through that throughout the whole day with that mentality with knowing that my grandma passed. But that night I received a call from him and uh and it was like so special because it gave me something to just take my mind off of that for a minute and experience a cool moment on the side. Like simultaneously, my grandmother passed away and one of my favorite rappers in the world is calling my phone in the same day. That coincidence is actually insane to think about. I never told anybody else this, like, or like in uh, media or, or like, uh, but I, 
fine. I was able to just kind of be in this moment. I'm just now I'm kind of like freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. I pick up the phone. I'm talking music, bro. I checked your music out. Um, and um, you know, you're really dope, bro. And I, I and everything. And he's like, he even went out of his way to read some articles about me. You know, you know what I'm saying. And he was like, I, you know, I've been reading about you. Uh, and uh, I was like, yo, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I love that. You know, what I mean, this is, you know, here in Michigan. You know, what I mean, it's Detroit, Motown. You know, what I mean, the old school, old soul music, jazz, all of that is like all in me. So, um, but anyway, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, bro, we're just chopping it up, having a good conversation. And he's like, I'm working on this album, uh, called Vinyl Days, called Vinyl Days. It's like, I knew he was working on the album. He told me that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 for sure." For sure. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, I got this song. I got a song with an open spot. I got a song with an open slot on it. I wanna, I wanna send it to you. But he sent me it, and it was dope. It was actually dope. I was glad about that. You know what I'm saying? And I really liked it, enjoyed it. And I was like, I sent him my verse back like the same night. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple hours later. Um, and uh, and uh, later the next day. The next day, uh, early in the morning, and he hit me back. He was like, "Bro, this is fire! This is super fire!" I was like, "I was so lit! I was turned up!" You know, what I'm saying like, "Oh my god, my one of my favorite rappers heard my music and he likes my verse. About to be on his album." So that all went through, um, and I ended up being on his album. But it was such a weird place because simultaneously, now I just got one of my favorite rappers calling me and, and, and inviting me on his album and he told me too he was like on the phone he was such a like so genuine like bro like i just want to build a friendship with you man like just hit me up whenever you know what i mean holla at me and 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 that's what we did too we would we was texting frequently and i hung out with him a couple times when he come we came here for some shows you know me and him you know hung out at his shows and stuff like that and um i really yeah i love that guy man i appreciate him a lot that, that's that's big bro that's like the big homie, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the big homies. And, um, but yeah, so like, I, but at the same, but like I said, at that time though, it's like so crazy. Like simultaneously, I'm, I'm dealing with the news of my grandma while I'm going through this amazing point in my career though. <laughs> and it, and it's like, it's like, what the heck? Like, I'm, I'm, it's like Hannah Montana right now. I got like Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana right now. And it's so weird. I'm like, celebrating while I'm mourning at the same time. It's like one of the weirdest things I ever experienced in my whole life living. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but at the same time though, I, you know, it's like, I know my grandma in a better place. So it's really like a celebration too. You know what I'm saying? I know she had a long life and she wouldn't she didn't teach us to not be strong so i know she wouldn't want me to be all like this opportunity she wouldn't want me to spoil that and, and be all down on myself or you know and everything so really i that's i kept it that gave me the strength too you know what i'm saying i was like you know like this for you granny type you know what i mean type thing that's helped me to give me the strength to just carry on and and enjoy that enjoy the moment as if she was there with me enjoying it so that was real special too you know what i'm saying her spirit was with me and um, so it was so at the end of the day, it was really it was really special. It's not like some bad traumatic uh, 
full memory uh it's it's a special it's i mean it was traumatic for the for that but it really was a special day at the end of the day because of that like wow you know what i'm saying like it's almost like god kind of gave me that <laughs> at that right timing <laughs> to kind of get me in a different a different headspace you know what i mean to give me something else to think about and uh that was real special i've never had anything like that happen so such a high th and such a low like <laughs> like it's, it was insane but it worked out in something really beautiful at the end of the day and um and so yeah from that point on me you know me and bobby we, uh me and logic grew a uh, relationship talking back and forth and, and you know what i'm saying and i sent him one of my songs i was like bro like we got to do something. We got to make a like a song just us one of these days or something. And he was like, "Bro, I'm down." Like whatever. Uh and I was like, uh I just started working on something. I it took I actually didn't send him a song for a few months. Like it was some months. But I had worked on one and it was my own lane. And I was like, "Bro, I got this track." I was like, "I'm gonna send it to you. Let me know what you think." He was like, "For sure." He listened to it. He was like, bro, this is like crazy. He's like, your, your melodies are out of this world. Like he was like, <laughs> he really liked it. And that was cool. So at that point I had, uh, that's when me and him performed together too. I performed with him at that show. And uh, that was so fun. That was so dope, man. I got to, I met Wiz Khalifa real quick, briefly. Dude is so tall. Like whatever height <laughs> you think he is in person, add an inch, like add two inches. Like he's super <laughs> tall in person, super cool, great performer. It was like a movie. It felt like I was in a hip hop, like my like my hip hop buyout story. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is film right now, bro. I'm back here. It's DJ Drama was there over here. He had like a bunch of girls with him. Got a ice style chain. You know what I'm saying? Wiz Khalifa over there smoking with some girls. And then I got all of a sudden I saw Flavor Flav walking walking past me with the clock on. I was like, how is where where did he come from? Like literally, he was backstage chilling. Like he just showed up and you know, 24K Golden, he was there, he performed. Uh and and, and Logic, his whole camp, you know, C Dot Castro and Big Big Limbo, all them, you know, super cool. I'm, I'm cool with them as well. And um, and uh, I was back there just hanging with them. We were all just, you know, they all welcomed me, uh, you know, to the uh show Rodery with it, you know. Yeah, man, like that's kind of like a brief of just how all that happened. Um, and it was it's like you know, it's, it's it's really weird. Like, you never know when something crazy might happen in this game. Like, this podcast and what you're doing, bro, like, you big names, bro. Like, you know that girl? You know that girl who, like, interviewed Drake? Yeah, 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 yeah. You might you might end up, you know, with, a, like, a Drake interview out of nowhere, bro. Who knows? Like, I'm saying, <laughs> like, keep doing your thing because, you know, at the end of the day, entertainers are people, bro. They do, you know, they might, like, the most, like, you know, entertainers, they want, like, I feel like they, the best type of, like, podcasts slash interviews are the ones like this, where it's just natural energy. You know what I mean? You're not trying to ask questions to get them to say something controversial, like, ooh, like, you know what I mean? It's like, bro, like, what's your favorite color, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, this is chill. And I think that's yeah, special. I appreciate it. And, you know, when I started this, I was like, my biggest fear was like, people ask me sometimes, they're like, do you try to get like answers? And I'm like, why would I want to do that? I genuinely want to talk to the people I want to talk to. And I want, like, I actually want you to have a good time. Like, 
I want to see the people that I talk to continue to progress in their career and continue talking to them because I like what they do. That's like actually my vision. And also I'm just genuinely interested in what makes you tick. Like, so there's no value for me to like trap you and trick you into giving an answer you don't particularly want to give. Um, so yeah, I really do appreciate it. And yeah, I mean, I agree. I've spoken to people I never thought I would speak to and Hey, you never know who's around the corner. I never thought I'd, I'd be speaking to you and, you know, and hearing a story like that. And it just made me think about the duality of life, like that you literally experience such a high and such a low. And there's something beautiful about that, that, you know, there's a chapter in your life that closes and it's sad and it's, you know, upsetting and, and there's something to recover, but then there's a chapter in your life that just opens and like, you never know how these things work. You never really see the universe working in the background, but it kind of does. And there's something beautiful to be able to trust in that and, and trust in like things happen for a reason and, you know, you will go through it all and, but that's all part of it and that's all okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, timing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always think to myself, you know, I just like, I want to trust God's timing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to, you know, like to do that a lot, you know, because it's like, dang, it didn't go how I want it. You know what I'm saying? It didn't go what I was, what I thought it was going to happen. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to trust the process of your own life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you can you got to allow things to happen and, and learn from them when they do, whether they're good or bad. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, that bad stuff is the things that strengthen you the most for real. So they're very necessary. I mean, and, but it is, you know, so it is what it is, but like I said, you know, there's beauty, there's beauty in it too. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you know, you celebrate someone's life, when they leave, you know what I'm saying? You celebrate while they're here, obviously, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Like that person, like when, you know, at some point I'm going to leave out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to clock out. Like it's like my last day at work. Okay. I'm about to quit. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. So like, one of these days I got to leave this place. And, you know, if I have kids or something, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I want, I want them to, you know, celebrate, you know what I'm saying? You know, just remember them, them good moments we had, them laughs, the jokes we we told and, and things like that, you know what I mean? Focus on that. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't let it kill you. You know what I'm saying? You know, let it, let it, let it give you more life at the end of the day in a way, you know what I mean? Let it, let it inspire you to want to have more moments so you can cherish those moments. Um, because that's what we that's that's what we got on this earth is you know moments time time doesn't stop but at the same time you know time doesn't have to get forgotten and time doesn't have to be meaningless it can be it, it, you know it's I I told my friends I was like bro we got to take pictures more you know what I'm saying it's so easy to hang out like I think a lot of guys do this sometimes you can hang out with your friends you didn't take a picture at all like what like yo let's flick up like you know what I mean let's take a picture post up everybody post up let's take a cool photo I like taking fo doing photo shoots anyway like it's real fun you know even so if you have like a camera or whatever like let's just take some cool photos together that we can remember this day 
You know what I mean? That day we we randomly went skating, you know, and, and and got some freaking, you know, Coney dogs or whatever, like some burgers. Like it's just like random little tiny moments like that we can look back on 10 years from now. And, uh, you know, I got pictures with my grandmother. I got pictures with my, my cousins and, and stuff like that. And it'll be nice to look at those 30 plus years from now, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, cherishing. Cherishing the time you got and the people you got while they're here. Because it's so easy to get caught up in your own day. You know what I'm saying? Not calling people. Uh, I, I, I'm like, dang, bro. Like, I haven't talked to my cousin in a while. I haven't talked to my auntie in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I hate when I get into that mode. I got to make sure I, you know, make sure you lock in more memories. Yeah. It's real important. Well, I think. Like, like you said, that duality. That duality is great. Yeah, duality that of life. Duality, it's salt and pepper, bro. like sweet and sour. That sweet and sour is crazy. Yeah, but hey, you you don't appreciate it without it. That's that's the beautiful thing. Is like you can't appreciate the real, the good moments without the 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 sour moments as well. Like they yeah. they go hand in hand. There's something about being able to feel the full spectrum of your emotions. But I think that's the perfect way to end the podcast, to be honest, is like, you know, you know, live your moments, appreciate the moments and, you know, cherish them for what they are. But then when they're gone, be able to celebrate them as well for, and not just sit in the sorrow of like, it's gone and it's finished, but it's also beautiful because it happened. And there's like, that's, I think that's life is like, everything comes to an end at some stage whether by choice, whether not by choice, but it all comes to an end. But if you can appreciate it in the moment and you can appreciate it when it's gone, then your life will be significantly better. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Being open, being open to the on open to the unknown. That's like it's scary, but it's 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 exploring. It's explorative, you know what I'm saying? You never know what'll happen. And also like like you said, you got to have both. I mean. Yeah. Well, man, I appreciate you and I appreciate the time that we've had. We're definitely going to have to do it again because I genuinely am like, I feel like I could just talk to you all day and like we could just find random stuff to to go on sure. about. But it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Um, absolutely amazing to see the things that you're doing yeah. and and it feels myself with confidence in terms of like my own journey and my own path and to be able to trust in the process. But also I know your fans are also being able to see you and take a lot of motivation and a lot of inspiration for you. So um, yeah, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything you wanted to to plug or shout out? Uh, yeah, I'm working on, a, I'm finishing my next album called Highway of Life. Um, I don't have a release date on it. A lot of people have been hitting me like, yo, when is the album going to be done, bro? But it's on, it's on the way. It's called Highway of Life. I've, all the singles that we're releasing lately are from the album. The album is basically kind of like uh, me taking the concept of like, you know, we're all like in our own like vehicle of our own live uh, life. And we're all we're on a pathway somewhere. And on our pathway, you know, there's potholes, there's different turns and twists and traffic traffic jams and all that like it's just like i take this whole like the life experience and my life experience particularly specifically and put it in the the form of like a highway journey 
Um, so that's kind of like the whole concept of the album. And like basically like every song kind of has to do with like a car in a way, like uh, driving or something. It's like to fit in with the theme uh, of that. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's what I'm working on. And uh, I'm dropping another song that's not from the album, probably in a couple weeks. Uh, so yeah, that's that's. I don't have a date for that. I really, I hate that I don't. <laughs> to be honest, but, that'll probably be out yeah, by the well, time this drops. It's, I got a lot of stuff coming. Kind of like early October, probably. Yeah, that'll probably be out by the time this drops yeah. around around the same time. So uh, if it is already out, make sure you check it out. Uh, if it's not, it's coming very very soon. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.